that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Welcome to Love Lighthouse podcast and our broadcast today. This one, I hope I'm getting all the dates right because I'm doing these in advance. Um, okay, hopefully we're on Sunday the 3rd of July 2022. Okay, what is it that we have to focus on today? I get 12. And it's neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us so when we get to a certain stage people would call this reformation um you don't keep offering like you don't keep doing things as sin offerings you stop doing that like i never realized this uh i've talked about it before like um when i become i became further involved in the catholic church i did not realize that people were doing these things as penance and it was the most horrible experience ever finding out that someone was just doing something in inverted commas nice because they felt that they had to because it was lent i was it's like heartbreaking it's disgusting it was the most horrible feeling now i never been through that before because me and my friends always did things um, for each other out of the generosity of our hearts and because we enjoyed it we all loved to do what we were doing for each other and it was out of the pureness and the love and the care of our hearts so when I first experienced that type of behavior like from folk like I didn't understand it and I was just thinking about something there about how like you know I like that's just I hit the ground running like I must admit that because I was so giving kind and caring I often expected other people to be like that as well like I would give of my time and it would like or like invest even in me being somewhere was like a huge investment for that person that property that area that whatever that business and it was huge but I wouldn't be like, I want this back or I want that back. And then when it came to the end of the day, when I realized their focus was indeed on money, I was like, holy shimoli, that is disgusting. We have to understand different people don't always have the same views. Some are run by money. They're not doing what they're doing out of the goodness of their hearts for you. There are others that are doing this, bending over backwards out of the goodness of their hearts. But they're also, you know, I mean, because of a pure love hello that's the category we fall into or i fall into but there are some people that fall into a category where it's quite seen as a norm to be doing something because of penance because they feel guilty for something oh my god in other words they haven't accepted christ so i mean oh gosh it's just that's such a shame but anyway, so those in the Reformation or those in the grace, that that is not what they do. So they understand this very clearly, very carefully. And this is what I said, like, this is a St. Paul teaching. And that's why a lot of the people in the church are not going to get up out of the bottom level. They're going to end up trajectory down to hell instead of trajectory up because they will not accept Christ, which allows them then to understand that 
um, neither be the blood of goats and calves. In other words, it's not just, you know, the old Jewish sacrifices that we're talking about. It is any type. It means like you're not going to be going and offering up anything as a sacrifice. Like you're not going to sacrifice yourself. You will not be doing that when you truly accept that Christ actually did die for you. If you don't, if you don't believe in Christ, you can't, you can't accept Christ. If you can't accept Christ, obviously you can't accept that he did it once and for all. And then obviously you're going to be forever doing penance because you're going to feel guilty because you don't believe in Christ, because you haven't accepted Christ, you don't have the Holy Spirit. And it's like, you know, um, you know, but then there's the sacrifice which I worried and was concerned about at some point with the Eucharist as to how people were focused on that. And I do believe there is a concern for some people, but there's not for others. I believe that it's all about intent. When it is offered up, it's not offered up as in forgetting, for me that is, forgetting that Christ did this once and for all. It's the reminder of it. It's in remembrance. That's why I do what God said, do this in remembrance of me. In other words, to really stay rooted in the grace and you know, never be led astray by the devil to forget what God already did for us. So that is the um, beauty of the Eucharist uh, or the, any of the breaking of bread. Whenever you break bread at all, doing it in remembrance. So I don't just, you know, wait for the Eucharist. Like I think about it in terms of what I'm doing right now. This is the breaking of the bread. It's in the word. It's the spirit in the word that gives life. That is um, the power that is the bread is his very word. So when I'm doing this, it's the breaking of bread. When you come to this, you're coming in to a communion of the breaking of the bread. You know what I mean? It's a spiritual breaking of the bread. It's his word that's being released. And that is even the breaking of the bread because it's the sharing of it. It's the sharing of the word. He is the word. So it is the spirit. His spirit is the, the life and the bread. <laughs> Gosh, how many times can I say that? 13, 13. I'm doing this on Thursday the 30th of June for the 3rd, Sunday the 3rd of July 2022. The Holy Spirit is all over this, in other words, the Trinity. All glory to God. So I'm not going to stop just there. Um, yeah, so that's the way that I'd be going and living life. And quite often what I would do is, I was thinking about this, <laughs> so it looked like someone that, I mean, there's a couple of times where, you know, like I... I know like what I own or what I have here and the power that I have through Christ and the Holy Spirit. So I know that if someone becomes too covetous or too nasty with what they've got to like a point of, you know, trying to drain or take too much from folk or greedy with what they have and, you know, um, <clears throat> or just focus on money or using people for money or wanting people for money or things like that. <clears throat> I do know, God rebukes, I have had um, situations where I've invested in places and times and people and stuff like that, but I've also had like money come in and because I didn't look to the left or the right, you know, what my hand was doing, in other words, I didn't keep track of the accounts, um, that's what I thought that was, like I, whenever anyone would need anything, if I could do it, if I felt capable of doing it, I would do it. Um... And um, whenever we needed that for anything or if there was an emergency or anything, money would go out in that. Sometimes that meant 
<laughs> that therefore left me in a situation where then I had to be the one in terms of the budget that I had, like, you know, obviously hoping that someone would pull through for me on the other end of that. Um, and of course, overall, even although, like, perhaps it was for something that, you know, they already had access to, so they didn't really, like, need anything extra with regards to this. Um, oh, that's interesting. Anyway, um, yeah, so it is funny what it can do if you're living in that grace and how you genuinely feel like when someone's in need or when people are in need or when you need to do something, you live in that grace. You have to understand, not every person understands you. Not everybody is going to be living in that grace. There are going to be people that feel they haven't accepted Christ so they feel guilty and they also would like or expect you to feel guilty too if you even if you 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 know you're in a situation you don't mean to be in that situation but you're going to need the grace of God for it you've got the grace of God for it but you know that is going to have to be spoken to in other people's hearts and souls as well just like it easily spoke to yours and you gave the grace freely you gave of yourself freely not everybody's going to be able to do that. You know, I didn't understand that when I was younger. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, what? Why is this such a difficulty for you? Like, for me in that situation, you know, I was like giving freely and whatever, you know. But we have to understand that this is a levels thing. This is a levels thing. Um, not everybody is at that level to understand, to to have Christ and to give freely um, along with you. <laughs> nope, not everybody is comprehending that. So I just pray that more people will understand that. It says that, you know, when the apostles came together, they gave of <coughs> from each other and did different things for each other. Um... Yeah, I mean, I gave of my time to like one place, uh, got to the part, I've spoken about this before, I'm not going to give any further details, but I was giving like billions um, in terms of my time to like a place, trillions I've given over the, the period of time to a place um, in terms of investment, personal investment, bringing their business up out of the ground um, and boosting it and things. I mean, it was, it was doing good before, but it's a big responsibility and they needed like an injection, a boost, if you like. And so I, I spent tons of my time on that. But it was also a place in which I was giving funds to them as well, which is crazy. But they didn't understand the quality or, or the what I was doing and giving to them freely already surpassed that of which would have been expected for the actual property, like um, billions over. So it's like, you know, some people don't understand that. They don't get it. Um, but I pray that they do and that there's a ministering in the spirit with regards to these things. Um, yeah, that's it. This is a big thing. I just wanted to put this out there. Um, now, I myself didn't decide to choose Hebrews uh, chapter 9 verse 10 for this, but it has been chosen 
not 10, sorry, verse 12, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. That means nothing else is required. You do not have to. When it's eternal redemption that he's achieved through his own merits, through his own works, there is nothing that you have to do. The greatest work that you have, which is described in the scriptures, is that of just simply loving Christ. You can't love Christ unless you accept Christ, you see? So when you love Christ, you've had to have accepted Christ, which means you can then therefore be in that place of understanding that eternal redemption. Okay, so you look at the Eucharist differently altogether. You see it in remembrance because you've taken God into your heart. There's a lot of people that, you know, they say they've got this or they've got that, but I don't think they do because they externalize God to the point where they think like it's the be all and end all. And if they don't do that, that's it. And it's like, no, God gave you eternal redemption. When Jesus Christ um, did what he did on the cross, that was it. It is finished. So there's nothing else that you have to do. But what you do when you have the Eucharist is in remembrance of and anytime you break bread, it's in remembrance of. But the important part is to understand that it goes beyond the physical. It's his spirit that is the life and that is the bread. So when you're in communion with God, you are breaking bread. When you are reading the word, discerning it, and when you're sharing it like I am, you are breaking bread. Do this in remembrance of me. Thank you.